This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Here are my list of six things that you should look at while in the dating phase of a relationship, like the actual courtship phase when you've gone beyond the vetting and you've had both of you guys have put in some time and effort and energy into dating each other before making it official. There are some things that you should consider to determine whether or not this might be the best move for you. And that is what this episode is about. Six things that you should consider before moving into a relationship with a person. Stay tuned. Hi, and thank you for joining Dating While Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this segment. Before walking away, there are some things that you can and should consider Think about it, talk about it, and work through it. But if you can't, you definitely have the right to reevaluate the decision. Matter of fact, it is your duty to reevaluate your decision. Here are my list of six things. Now, it is important to note that these six points are not arranged in any specific order of importance at all. It is also not to state that things can't get better, but these are some things that will probably amplify the longer you stay in courtship and it may be brought into the relationship. Matter of fact, I'm pretty certain (laughs) that it will be brought into the relationship if not addressed or resolved. So number one, number one, if When dealing with this person, you feel that your peace is interrupted. And when I say peace, we all know what that means. If any part of your constant interaction with the person or interaction doesn't even have to be constantly, periodically, you feel that your peace is challenged or interrupted, then that's a sign that something is not right. Now, your peace versus someone else's peace is two different things. But we've all dealt with a person who has either consistently or continues to make us feel uncomfortable or uneasy. A lot of times your peace is challenged when you don't feel secure in the relationship in the courtship, in the dateship, whatever you want to call it. 
when your peace is challenged or interrupted, then that is a sign that there are some things that are not resolved or some issues that has recently bubbled up that needs to be addressed or both. So number one, if your peace is interrupted, then that's a pretty, pretty good sign that you need to pause or hold the brakes or pump the brakes and get that issue resolved. And that peace interruption can look like a million and one things. Only you know what those things are. If this resonates with you, you know exactly what I'm speaking with about. If you don't, then head on with me to point number two. You guys do not have a safe space for communication. Should be able to, you should be able to feel comfortable in communicating your feelings without fears of being ridiculed, right? Or without fears of your real concerns being minimized. That is so key. And you should also feel comfortable regardless if you fear being minim- your your issues or problems or or concerns being minimized or ridiculed. You should also feel secure in your communication. Sometimes we don't feel comfortable just because of how a person may react. We may feel they don't want to hear it because of the way previous conversations has gone when it relates to our feelings. You should be able to feel comfortable enough to communicate your feelings because communication is one of the hallmarks of a healthy relationship anyway. You should be able to communicate with them and be open and honest and feel comfortable with that. So that's number two. Now that leads me into number three which is transparency. Sure, you may say, you know, no, I feel at peace with this person. We are in a place in which I can communicate. I don't feel any of those, um, any anxiety in sharing my feelings. However, with my number three, transparency. Do you feel as if this individual is being 100% transparent? Now, there is a a difference between honesty and transparency. Honesty is basically when an example of honesty is when someone answers a question truthfully. That means you ask the question, they answer it truthfully. Right. But transparency is being open. Being completely open. You don't have to ask the right question in order to get them to open up and to share things that may or may not be uncomfortable. Things that people normally may be judged for negatively. A person that's transparent will openly share their thoughts, their feelings, their history, their actions, their past, their present. They will openly share those things with you without you being, having to, my grammar's off, but without you having to ask them a question. They're honest 
but they're transparent, meaning that they are forthcoming. If you've done something that may have offended them or have hurt their feelings, instead of you noticing, because you may not even notice, they will communicate to you and share with you how they feel. They're open to being vulnerable. And transparency, being open is a positive thing. However, if you find yourself fighting for transparency, that you have to peel so many different layers to get down to the root of a problem, an issue, or a concern, then that is something that should and needs to be resolved. So number three is transparency. Number four, you are given all that you can give, but you don't feel that this person's doing the same. So there's a lack of reciprocity there. And regardless of whatever examples or reasons why this may be an imbalance that you're okay with, it is not right and will, and it will only get worse. True enough, different people show affection in different ways, show interest as well as even love in different ways. People have different type of styles. However, if you are giving way more or even more than what you are receiving, it's a one-sided type of relationship and it will only get worse. It will only get worse. Early on in the dating phase or just dating before you're making things official, there are so many things that we miss that we overlook or that never bubble up. We never see these things because it's not there. That's why it's important to take the time to get to know a person. But once you're at the point where you guys are courting and you're noticing that you are being more for that person than that person's being for you, that's a problem. And I'll go even further. Once you communicate and there's no action, that is definitely a huge sign that things will not improve. Because a person's behavior is, is their behavior. So not having that balance will leave a lot of people frustrated, disappointed, and even resentful. So, so far, I've talked about, you know, basically your peace, being intact, being able to have a place where you can openly communicate. There has to be transparency in the relationship, in the courtship, but also what you give, you should also receive. What you give is is basically what you should receive. You should be receiving the same amount of effort that you're putting in. Number five, 
respect. And I would say if I'm putting anything in any particular order, respect would really and truly be on the top of the list. If you don't feel respected, it won't get better down the road. And a lot of people look at disrespect differently. Whatever your definition, your true definition of disrespect is, you should understand that it's deeper than it's deeper than just someone being blatantly disrespectful. If someone does not respect your time or your wishes, that's disrespect. Is is blatant disrespect for some people. Each each person has their own idea of what disrespect is, what it looks like. But understand even subtle Disrespect that remains unchecked and not acknowledged manifests into bigger signs of disrespect. Sometimes it just starts with a little bit of an inch, just a little bit. And then my number six is a lack of appreciation. If they've showed you that they don't appreciate you, then that should be a real deal breaker. Appreciation is the most simplest form. It's the most simplest form of kindness that a person can give the simplest form not the biggest but the simplest form the easiest to convey and if a person doesn't appreciate you they can easily and will easily take you for granted easily so if you're not being appreciated you know what that looks like When you're not being appreciated, that will continue to be a theme moving forward. Because what you've shown is that they don't have to appreciate you. That you will still be there. And I have a bonus one. So my number seven is being... Loved and treated in the way you want to be loved and treated. Now, I can't say, you know, during the court phase that the person should be in love with you. But being, showing love to a person, showing showing desire and affection and all of that. Wrapped up in one. Because a person can desire you and fail miserably at the other six things that I, I listed. But love and desire and affection, all of that, 
if they are not giving that to you the way that you need it to be, doesn't make them a bad person. It's just that it will show that in time, just being with them won't be enough. It won't be enough. It may be enough now. But in time, they're showing you where their level is of what they can give. And again, doesn't mean that they are a bad person. Just might not be the person for you. In conclusion, if you find that you are running deficient during the courtship phase, dating phase, in any of those areas, and there's there's plenty more. These are the seven, again, six with the bonus, that you really should look at and consider. You can always have your own ability to walk away. Walking away is not the easiest thing to do, especially if you invested time, effort, and energy, especially if you like this person. It's, it's harder to walk away. And it's not saying that none of these things can be fixed, but they definitely need to be addressed. If your peace is challenged, there is no safe space for you to communicate. You don't feel comfortable. The transparency is not there. You know, if you feel like you are the one doing all the heavy lifting, not things are not reciprocated, there's a lack of respect there, even if it's small. If you're not being appreciated the way you should be, and if you're not loved, that is a complete recipe for disaster. And I want you to be successful. So look deeper into these things before moving forward with the next step or the next phase. Because the longer you stay without these issues being addressed and resolved, you are headed for a bumpy ride. Take care and with that I'm out. To get more in-depth coverage about this topic and others in a full-length form, become a subscriber by going to com and click on subscription. See you on the other side.